Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Finding Yourself After Loss. Um, welcome, everyone, to the show, and thank you in advance for listening and and just sharing this journey with me. Um, in my past episodes, I have talked about the stages of grief, and I think um, expressed my emotions on them and my little twist on them. Now I want to take this podcast show and I want to aim it in a different direction. And the direction that I wanted to go is I wanted to empower, empower women, empower men. I wanted to be positive reinforcements that we as widows and generally as individuals we need. But I think... As widows, we need it the most also because, let's face it, we've lost completely our life as we knew it, and we lost our identity, and that really presents us with a problem. Many of us have been widowed, you know, in different stages of our lives. I became a widow at 48, others are younger, others are older, and I think for us as women, that we are nurturers, we're the mother, we're the wife, you know, we hold so many titles. I think when we lose that partner in our lives, I think it totally creates an emptiness and a void in our lives where we can no longer see our identity, you know, was identity as it used to be is no longer there. So in many ways, I feel that we become depressed not only because of the loneliness but we de we become depressed because we have lost who we are we are no longer associated with the title of the missus or the wife we're now this the mom raising the kids on our own we're the grandma that lives alone we're the young person left out there with no kids and basically just starting off again. So there's many different reasons why, as women, we lose our self-being after being a widow, widowed. So I want to start facing, you know, start facing this new part of the show in, in just giving us back empowerment and positive things out there okay because I went through the same stages all of you ha are going through and have gone through when I became a widow was married for 31 years so for me I knew no life other than being a wife you know so what I want to start is by saying is that I've been listening to a lot of my widow friends out there and, and blogs and posts they do. And one of the first things that we think of ourselves is when we become widowed is like no one is ever going to be with me. I have three kids. I have tons of bills. Now I'm a widow. I think about my husband every day. I have all these excess baggage and I'm damaged. I am damaged. I am broken. And what I want to start putting out there to everyone is number one, your kids, the love you had for your husband, 
that's not excess baggage. That's your life. And whoever thinks that's excess baggage then can very well leave out of your life because that's who you were, that's who you are, and who you're going to be. You're always going to love your husband. You're always going to be a mom to those kids. Those that think that they're damaged, no, you're not damaged. You are a woman that was in love, and love is not damaged. You lost your husband, and now you're a widow. That does not make you damaged in any way, shape, or form. That is just an experience that you had that is going to be with you forever because you loved. It's all about love. It's not about being damaged. So I want to just state out there, it is important that we have gone through so much already for us not to put these categories into our heads or to think, I'm old. Oh, I'm old. I, there's no way n nobody's going to look at me because I am so old. I, I, I'm not like I used to be. No, none of that. None of that is really true. Those are things that we as women put into our heads because now we have like no identity of who we are and we feel so much of a low self-esteem for what everything that has happened in our lives. And what I want to just start doing is I want to start sharing you my experiences on this, my journey on this whole thing and how nothing is the way we think of it in our heads or in our minds. It's not. So the first thing I want to call this show is, is you're not good enough. And I think a lot of us think, oh, I'm just not good enough. Especially it compounds even more after a husband's passed away. Now I have no purpose. I'm not good enough. You know, I'm just a stroke of bad luck. You know, everything. And the you're not good enough for us women actually starts off um, when we're young. Okay, so that sort of plays a part in us and experiences that we have had when we were younger. Maybe we had parents or people or kids or situations that really made our self-esteem go really down. So how many of us really have, you know, identified and you know with our bodies and say I'm fat I'm ugly I'm old you know I will never amount to anything I'm stupid I have failed relationships and so on and so on that goes in our heads okay it just we could just go on forever and really really be the worst judge that could ever judge us is us you know we judge ourselves so um what I what I want to say is that you know, when we're born into this world and we're babies and we, we don't have none of those conceptions about ourselves, you know, we don't think, you know, oh, that baby is cuter than me or that baby's thinner than me. We don't care about any of those things. Right. We're just like babies. And even when we're kids up to a certain age, 
we don't really care. You know, we don't even care about the color. We can have a friend, you know, that's this a different ethnic, different color than us. We don't care about that either, right? We learn to hate ourselves. We learn to have the low self-esteem about ourselves because of the situations that happen to us in our lives, okay? So when we realize that our low self-esteem are the words that are playing in our heads are really coming from our experiences. Maybe, you know, you were in school, you had a weight issue and then people called you fat and then, oh, from there, like, oh my God, I'm just like, I'm horrible, I'm fat. Or maybe you were in school and you wore glasses and then people called you four eyes. I mean, the things that go on in school sometimes with the kids is like, it's, it's a lot of things. That was short. So I was always called shorty. You know, I was horrible at physical education, always horrible in sports. So, of course, I was always picked like the last one. It's like when they got Vivian, it's like, oh, God, we got her. It's like <laughs> I didn't want to be there either. But, you know, hey, you know, you have to deal with me. But see, those things just start adding. And then we grow up Then we grow older and then we go into a relationship. That relationship doesn't work out. We thought that was going to work out great. And all of a sudden, now we feel that we're horrible at relationships. Now I'm really horrible at this. He left me. He cheated on me. It was all my fault. And then we get a job. And then we get fired from the job. And now we just go ahead and compound that onto ourselves again. What I want all of you to do right now is... Now that you think, you know, you're widowed, now you're baggage, now you're damaged goods, I want you to stop. I want you to stop doing that right now because you're not. We are amazing women. Every single one of you out there have such an amazing gift, an individual gift that we were put out here to do okay whether it could be the gift of just being an awesome mom which so many of you are awesome grandmothers just just awesome and things that you guys do some of you sew and I'm amazed by that because I could never sew anything together some of you can cook some of you go to work and you balance your kids and I didn't have any kids and I'm amazed by you guys doing that so I just want to say to you my little sisters out there you guys are amazing do not let your thoughts control who you are and stop those thoughts right now and just say to yourself, what an amazing, amazing woman I am. You know, we have all gone through hell and back, losing our husbands. And you know what? We are still standing. Yes, sometimes we don't want to get out of bed. But you know what? We eventually get out of bed. Yes, sometimes we can spend the whole day crying and feel horrible. But you know what? Eventually, we smile, and sometimes we can be bitchy and bitch everybody out, but you know what? Eventually, our true loving person comes out, so our core is good, and I want you to know how special and how amazing and how good you really are, and I don't want anybody else telling you, so I just want to give back empowerment to Every single one of you out there that are feeling down, every single one of you out there that are saying, 
oh gosh, I love my, I, you know, I lost my husband, you know, I'm 55. I look at myself in the mirror and I have these wrinkles and I look so old and, you know, I'm 50 pounds overweight. No, forget about that. Forget about all that. You see, because the person that is going to love you is going to love you with your weight. It's going to love you with your wrinkles. It's going to love you with everything, you know, and your experiences in your life have made you older. And of course, we all know not everybody lives, you know, to a certain age, many people die younger. So you're still here. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, instead of seeing your faults, instead of seeing the wrinkle or the gray hair, or the body that's not toned or the body that needs to lose the weight. I want you to look at your body and I want you to say not I don't want you to see the overweight. I don't want you to see the cellulite. I don't want you to see the boobs that are not as trim as they used to be. I want you to look at your body and I want you to say this is me. This is me and I love me. I love me. That's what I want you to do because see by you doing that that is your first first vision of getting empowerment into your life and that is the first thing of taking your self-esteem that might be low right now because of what you've gone through and started to raise that self-esteem and starting to look at yourself in a different light you know and see here's the thing Here's the thing that I've always noticed. When you have a perception about yourself that is not good, you will show, you will give that energy out to the world, okay? And what happens is that as human beings, we're all energy and we feed off each other's energy. That other people that you're surrounded with will feel that and they will actually, even though you, you can be very attractive and beautiful for your age. If you're not seeing that, you're going to portray that to the world. So it's important for you to start doing exercise so that you could start, even if you don't believe it, even if you're looking at the mirror and you're saying, yeah, right, I don't believe, but still just go out there and say, I'm beautiful today. I am beautiful. I am incredible woman and I am beautiful woman. Because what that's going to start doing is that even though your consciousness may not feel that way, your subconsciousness, which is what we feed into when we say all the negative things, you're now feeding in positive things. And eventually that energy that you are, that people are seeing about yourself that is really you know, like you go to a supermarket and you're like, ah, oh, you know, you know, I'm going through the stuff. I really look horrible and all that. No, they're going to start seeing a different light in you. They're going to start seeing you in a different way because you inside are changing. You're changing the concept of how you feel inside. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to be an easy process and I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be overnight. You're going to look at the mirror. You're going to say you're beautiful. And then the next day you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm like gorgeous here. No, it's not going to work that way. It takes work. But we all do all the stuff. We all do all the dieting. We all do all the best makeup. We all try to buy the best 
fitted clothes that fits us the best. We do everything on the outside, but we're not doing anything on the inside. And see, the inside, we can just mask everything, but the inside is the core of who we are. So we need to get our self-esteem up from the inside. And of course, I mean, you can have, you buy yourself the nice dress and buy yourself the, the good clothes and get yourself on a diet and go to the gym and do all those things, you know, because that will make you feel good too. But you need to fix the inside of us as women, okay? So that is one of the things that I want to, you know, want to talk about. And um, another thing is that we tend to do as women, especially if we don't have, you know, the self-esteem issue. And I, I used to be like that a lot better than before. We seem to be people that please. We're people pleasers. We're always saying yes to everyone. We're always saying yes to everything around us. So. One of the things, the reasons we do that is because we want people to like us. We don't want to let anybody down. Well, it's important. It is very important, especially in widowhood, that we start to say no to the things we really don't want to do. Okay? It's important to learn to say no and take that time for us. And... You know, you can just be very nice about it. It's, I'm not saying for you to be rude and people that are asking you to go here, go there. But we try to please people. And eventually, as we all know, we can't please everybody. You know, and then we always as women come out as being the last on the list as far as helping ourselves, you know. So I want you also to start saying no to the things that you can take out of your life, to the things that you really don't want to do. So this would include people, let's say you don't want to go out with them, you know, just let them know, just, you know, be nice and don't go out with them, you know. Um, so the other thing that I want to touch on is about how us women, we tend to compare ourselves a lot to other women. We do that a lot and, you know, we look at another woman we'll say like, oh, but she looks so much better than me at her age. Or we um, look at financially she's better or even in the grief section it happens a lot. Well, she's five years in and look at her. She's like composed her life and she's got her life all together. And, and then I'm not, I, I just can't even date. You know, we got to stop doing that because that really does not help us. And it makes us feel worse about ourselves. There's no manuals in grief. There's no time frame for anything. And so we should never, ever compare the look, how somebody looks compared to you at, at a certain age or a certain point, financially how they are, how they parent, or how they're doing in the grief aspect of it. Because everybody's an individual. All of us are original. All of us have good qualities. And we have, you know, bad qualities that we're working on. So we need to stop comparing ourselves to others, whether it's the grief or anything else. So that is something else that I wanted to talk on that and touch on that with you guys. I also believe that us as women have to learn to forgive ourselves. We are also very harsh when we do something wrong. 
whether it's because we're parenting or we just made a mistake, we did something wrong. I think we're so hard on ourselves. And I think now at this point in our lives, it is vital that we stop being so hard on ourselves, okay? We are doing the best that we can do with what has been given to us, right? So if you have somebody that comes over to the house and I'm just putting out examples out there and let's say the guy, you know, does a horrible job and, you know, and he was doing some things that he was fixing in your house. Don't blame yourself for that. You know, don't blame yourself because, you know, things that, that you are not able to do and you don't have the knowledge for. Don't blame yourself if you make the wrong decision. It's all learning experiences. It's not about looking at it as a failure. It's about looking at it and saying, hmm, next time I'm just going to do this different. What did I learn from it? So that's what I always try to do. When I go ahead and something I do happens and it just really does not work out very well, I reevaluate it. And instead of blaming myself for something that, of course, if I would have known it would have turned out like that, I would have never made those decisions. I just say to myself, okay, what have I learned from this experience? What can I take with me the next time? I am not going to do. I'm going to do different. That is the key point right there. Not to blame yourself for it. Not to say, oh my God, how stupid I am. Oh God, I could have, I should have known better. That's not, that's not going to bring your self-esteem up. It's going to bring it down and lower it more. And you're not going to learn from the mistakes because you're not concentrating on the mistake that you made. I mean, not the mistake, but you're not concentrating on the lesson that you're supposed to learn. You're concentrating it. Is it a mistake? And it's something that you should have known. Well, I'm sure if you would have known it, you wouldn't have done it. So you can't blame yourself for not knowing, you know. So those are the topics that I wanted to talk on in this show. I hope it helps you on your journey. I hope it helps all of you out there. And this is the reason why I share this with you guys. Because I would just want to bring out what my process has been and what my journey have been. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And if you like what you heard, please feel free to share it with others. Um, And stay tuned for more podcasts related to this topic. You can visit me at findingyourselfafterloss.com. Also in our website of Hope After Loss Support Group and Facebook. And my Facebook page of Finding Yourself After Loss. You guys take care. Remember, you guys are amazing. I love you all, my widow sisters out there. Until next time. Bye-bye, guys.